Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs podcast as we continue down our arduous journey of our top 25 games that are our favorites. Are our favorites, arduous journey, arbitrary list. I am the temporary host, co-host of this podcast. Normally I am the star of the show. Joining me is... You're Jerry. You didn't say your name. They don't, they know me by now. Oh, then don't say mine either. They know mine. They don't actually. You go by a pseudonym. What's Gobby pseudonym? is not your not your real name. That's true. So I don't ever introduce you. I just say whatever slang term you're going. Your alias. Alias. Why don't I Smith have and Jones? Why don't I have an alias? Alias starring Jennifer Garner, also from Adam Project. How do you feel about it? Jennifer Gardner? Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> Jennifer's Gardner. Well, well, Jennifer Gardner, and then her Jennifer Garner. There's no D. There's no D. No, there's no D. Never knew that. Just get Jennifer Garner. There's a joke there that I won't make. Because That's okay. Don't make it. Jennifer Garner. She was popular at Alias. Never watched it. And I just don't really. I mean, I don't care one way or the other. Been she was she there. Wa- done that. She, Affleck. She was in the Adam Project, which I just mentioned on Netflix. She was effective in her role as a mother missing her husband, Mark Ruffalo, effective. from 13 going on 30. That was weird. What? 13, 13 going, going on 30? was oh, yeah. weird. Well, let's not get started talking about big. Weird. Where Tom Hanks is a young man. Weird. Sleeps with an older woman. Weird. As he is an older guy, an older bod. And it's like, you know what? I don't think they make that movie these days. They would not. Because <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I don't watch big. I don't even watch little. It's weird. Chicken little? Uh, no. I do not the like, sky is falling. Do not like people causing stress for no reason. That's what he does. He spreads propaganda. I need. I, have, I create my own stress. I know, but Chicken Little induces stress upon others. I was thinking about something the other day. Mm. The Batman, which I think about pretty frequently because I, I think love that about movie it all the all the time. What were you fixing to say? I thought I was thinking about. <laughs> you were going to curse. I was about. I think about. <laughs> I thought what you think about Pat it. all the time. All the freaking time. Him and the fact that I didn't like what's her face. Uh, the Catwoman lady. You didn't like her? No, I did not like her before the movie. Oh, Zoe. And by the time it was over, Crevasse. I, was, I still don't want to like her, but I, I liked her in that. She, she was in Saturday Night Live. I didn't even know it. I don't no, know. No, as of this episode, that was like a month ago, probably. But. Whatever. But uh, I didn't watch it. Anyway, I was thinking we had a discussion on Disco Nerd. Tune in. Hear our thoughts and feelings on movies. Your thoughts and feelings that are <laughs> poorly articulated. And we had this old discussion about how does Batman use the bathroom in his suit? He's like a space suit. He just does it. Well, that's kind of what I said. Does he have a diaper? Anyway, but I was thinking, what if, what is the Batman? <laughs> what if he gave himself away as Bruce Wayne? Because like he's so used to being the Batman. And he like walks into a restaurant. And he's like, where is your guano room? I mean, bathroom. <laughs> but does he refer to his own feces of gu- as guano? Because he's a bat. <laughs> and I was wondering, like, maybe he calls it the guano room. 
I don't even know where to go with that. You've kind of you've left me. I don't even know. That's not Ace that. Ventura. Glow. Yes, I was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> he was also the Riddler, so that should have been like a yeah. That should have been a thing. That, wouldn't that have been around. funny if they like they did the trailers and they made you think it was Paul Dano, <laughs> and at the end Batman like gets into his apartment and opens it up and it's a big bot, the fat poop, and he's like it's Guano, Guano, and it's Jim Carrey in the background, Guano, and he's going Shakaka. That's a great uh, <laughs> so with the rhinoceros. Yes. That was amazing. Ace Ventura 2 is better than the first. A rare sequel better than its first. Actually, you know, that's not rare. It's the trilogy. It's the third it's, that's yeah. always the weakest. Yeah, the trilogies are rough. Except for Back to the Future 2. God awful. Uh, Although I enjoy it. God awful. I think it's good. Hoverboards. I think it's really good. S- space Biff. I think it's Space <laughs> Biff is really good. It's the third mm, one that was kind of... See, I liked the third one. Well, you're a butthead. It was a little head. more grounded. <laughs> uh, is that the banter? Sure. Okay, because we need to move along. That Do last it. one went really long. We did our top 25 through 21, because if you want to know listen. what it is, you need to listen to it. We need the clicks. We're trying to get sponsored by somebody. I don't know. Is it anyone? Sponsored. Anybody. Maker's Mark. Shiner. Preferably. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Maker's Mark. Just, just send us a bottle. There you go. We'll drink it we'll every... take one. Yeah, just take one. Uh, do, do you want me to start us off or you want to start us off? Go ahead. Number 20. A game for which I was pressured to play that looks awful, and yet it became one of my most played games of 2019. I believe it's a wonderful world. Mm-hmm. This is the game for which kills effectively seven wonders. This game is a one to five player game. The solo is actually very good. It's a Drafting game of a similar ilk of Seven Wonders, but yet these cards, the decisions that you make are very simple. You keep the card because you want to build it. What's required, the cubes that are required to build it are on the side, or you can discard the card and get a cube. And after the card is built, it produces certain other cubes. Rinse, dress, repeat. It it's like Seven Wonders meets Century Spice Road. Yes. And I don't like those type of games. The fact that this game was so intriguing and yet at the same time kept my attention and has continually kept my attention bum fuzzles me the only thing that me has got me even more bothered is the fact that i kickstarted it's a wonderful kingdom which is a two-player one to two-player version of it's a wonderful world but set in medieval times it went back to the future so to speak and it has so many modules and so many different ways to play it the replayability in this game is off the charts i've played it several times with enrique and you can interchange It's a Wonderful World with It's a Wonderful Kingdom. If you just want a good two-player game that you will not get tired of, that has so many different ways of playing it, It's a Wonderful Kingdom. If you play with more players than that and you want this particular theme, which is more modern, It's a Wonderful World. It's a Wonderful Kingdom is awesome. Absolutely It's a awesome. wonderful game is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. And it, this is a weird game for me, for you. I don't... I it, it, <laughs> Like every time you raved about I this was, game solo, you played the crap out I, of this game during the pandy. And you played it with your wife and you're like, I love this crazy. game. And like, it's it, it's such a style of game. Like I said, it's, it's Seven Wonders meets Century Spice Road. Those two games separately, you don't care for. I can't stand it. We had Century Spice Road. I sold it. You didn't like it. it it's it's very basic. It's Seven Wonders awful. Seven Wonders, very basic. 
But it, I guess the mixture of those mechanisms makes this game something you like. It's I'll have to, I'm going to delve into it a little bit more because I'd like for you to play It's a Wonderful Kingdom when we can do a review of it. Mm, it's it's that four. good. So that's number 20, It's a Wonderful World, or It's a Wonderful Kingdom, depending on your preference. My number 20. <sighs> Pregnant pause. I've impregnated it. Voyages of Marco Polo. Wonderful game. I like this game a lot. And a lot of these games, my feelings of them have grown due to Board Game Arena. <laughs> I have played the crap out of this game on Board Game Arena. What's funny about this game is that it, it possesses, what makes it so, so well designed is the fact that those player powers work. And we hate asymmetrical player powers. Mm-hmm. And I hate dice placement with a passion. This game must be out of print because I'm looking on BGG and it has it for like, you know, they have these links. And on Amazon, it's $100. That's because uh, Marco Polo 2, which okay, is so particular somewhere. You played that at the one of the last BGGs went to. And that also is available on BGA. But I have not played it because I don't know what how to play it. It's so... My only problem with Marco Polo was there was some disconnect in the theme and how you can win. For instance, when you fulfill orders, Enrique just could fulfill orders and sit there and not really travel, whereas I'm traveling all over the place and somehow I'm not winning. So there that that disconnect, I didn't like that. That is fixed. The travel portion that I was my only pet peeve with Marco Polo is fixed in Marco Polo 2. I have no issues with either of them, really, except that one little thing with that one. That's why I give Marco Polo 2 the nod. There's also one little thing in Marco Polo 2. I don't really like it. Don't well, that's what I was thinking. I think I thought we had a discussion about this, and you said you actually prefer the original. No, no. I had to prefer the second one because really? it fixed the problem. Okay. But well, either way, yeah, Marco Polo 2, either one of them. Marco Polo is one of those. It's it's a dry Euro, especially theme-wise. It does have dice that you roll in the beginning, but depending on your player powers, it alleviates a lot of that. What? That's not the term. Alleviates not the term. What do they call that when you can adjust the dice on stuff? Uh, you manipulate. No. You It's like alleviate. It's like, okay, you're stuck with this. Eliminate. You're not really stuck with it because you can adjust this. Oh, you can mitigate. Mitigate. That's the Ruminate, term. Mitigate. You suffocate. Suffocation. You can mitigate the die through various means. One of the reasons I like this game, which when I get to a game further up my list is really going to be key, is the restrictiveness of the movement. Which you may, that may be what you're saying you didn't like about this and that part two fixes. I don't know. The way it reins you in on movement because you have to have a bunch of camels and a bunch of coins to really move on down the road. And you have to stop at each location to get those benefits. I like all that in this game. Daniel Tassini and Simone Lucchiani. The two designers of Marco Polo, famed designers of various other games. Simone, such as my man. Teotihuacan Khan Zolkin and various all others. All that tea stuff. All that. So, yeah. Excellent game. My number 19, a game for which when I first read the rule book, I said it's one of the best rule books I'd ever read. And I think it's just because I had read numerous horrible rule books at the time. And this one was A Breath of Fresh Air, Underwater Cities mm. by Vladimir Suchi. This game has a very simple mechanic of having three cards in your hand and a little action token that you set out onto the board and if you set this token out into a particular colored area and play that color card then you can do the action and do the card so the whole thing is trying to do what you want to do but at the same time have a backup plan and in underwater cities you are building an underwater city 
and its various structures to produce the various resources that you then use to continue to expand your city. It's very dry for a game that's supposedly so wet, and one of the games that I just generally would not have ever thought that I would enjoy because of the way that it scores and the player aid looks very crazy when you first look at it, but it all makes sense after you've played it. Excellent game. And if you're one of the poor souls, the 75,000 people that have legitly raided Terraforming Mars and pushed it way up into the rankings on BGG. Please repent and play Underwater Cities. There's no need to play Terraforming Mars. Regret what you've done and make actions to prove that regret. Please. Then play Underwater Cities and you'll say, oh, this is what how it should have been all along. And there you go. I agree. 100%. Your number, whatever. My number 19 is Barony, a game that we have talked about in length we talk about it frequently a fantastic game by designer of splendor mark andre madagot makes barony uh recently i had lost my one of the player boards i sent them a message i sent them some money as well they didn't send it for free but i did get the piece of board i need so they're still active and going and got stuff for this game you can still get this game get this game it's one of the best Area majority influence movement games out there. I believe I was quoted, or I should be quoted. Put this on the box, <laughs> Andre. That this is like, like Madagot. This is like the modern day chess game to me. Like it's a mixture of not so much. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a mixture of chess and checkers. It's it's very simple, but yet the planning and the thinking ahead and the moves that you make, and it's so very tight that one little mistake, one little move, is always what it comes down to. Because your movement takes place all with the horses. And then wherever you land your horse at, you decide what you want to build. From there, you can build one of one, two, three structures. And it's it's super simple. Super simple. And it- but man, it's every game is different because the board changes and what you can build in certain locations is uh, tied to the game. So that changes. I, I, I think this game has the honor of being like the first game that was board game snobs approved. I think this was the first game we really pushed. It, it was it was like this and Gold West. We've talked about these two and Royals. We've talked about those three games at length that those are games that no one else really talks about. I never see them on anyone else's list unless it's some, you know, you heard of Barony on some board game geek list that you were talking about yeah. just a minute ago. Yeah. Like you're there. Somebody's talking. It's like, there are people that know of this game, but it's not on any of the top 100s that I've seen here recently. And it shouldn't be. It should be. It's you, just fantastic. Nobody should do top 100. Oh, <laughs> my number 18 a Kickstarter that advertised of utilizing a new mechanism of some sort of action bidding selection thing at the time, which caught my attention. And since I was obsessed with Kickstarter at the time, of course, I backed it like I did many games and was disappointed in various ones. This one, I was not. Rurik Dawn of Kiev. Rurik! Not only is it innovation, my but it's 25? theme, and it's got just some minis with it. And there's a lot going on with it. I truly like Rurik. I think it is one of the better games to come out within the past several years. Excellent design. And it changes things up. It, it, it truly is something different. If you like a little bit of bidding, a little bit of area control, you can use some asymmetrical powers. And with the expansion, it changes things up. Everything about Rurik is just a little bit different. 
Excellent game. Gobby's number 25. Our my, first crossover. My number 18. It's a great game. Great game. Your number 18. I believe it's out of print, and it's probably the only out of print game I have on here. I'm looking on Amazon. Yeah, it says unavailable. You probably can't get it, but if you can't get it, get it. Airlines Europe. Oh, very nice. This was the first game gifted to me. Alan R. Moon. Actually, it's the only game gifted to me. Well, besides you and Enrique giving me Project Elite. My, uh, uh, I played... Maybe I just discussed this game because I was this. I got this game when I was first getting into the hobby. I hate how people say that, but we, we all say it. The hobby? The hobby. Like it's the only one. The hobby. Uh, all right. Like it's not the only game. So <laughs> right. it's not the Game of Thrones. It should be a hobby. It's a hobby. I'm glad when you got into a hobby. Right. But that doesn't sound right. When I got into a hobby. <laughs> well, what's your hobby? Oh, board hobby. gaming? Oh, no, I took up pottery. No, uh, uh, what do they call that when you are got yarn on your fingers and you do finger yarning? I don't know. What's that? Finger <laughs> oh, yarning? I used to do it. Like you, you had yarn no, on your don't fingers. Talk, this is a PG <laughs> Finger yarning? You like put the yarn on your fingers. And crochet? You like, or, and it's, uh, not, it's not crochet, but it kind of is. But you're doing it? it with your fingers. Where did you do this at? When I was young, we, we I used to buy yarn. With the rest of the cheerleaders? What did you do? Finger how yarning? How dare you? It's I okay. I don't okay. know how I did it, but anyway. Airlines Europe. I was in the pottery and seances. I was trying to bring <laughs> on back oh uh what's his face? Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Get it? What? Ghost reference. Oh pottery oh, and seances. Okay, yeah, yeah. You lost you me. Ruined there the joke. Sorry, you lost me. Rear into the joke. That joke is dead. Airlines Europe. Yeah. Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, creator of Ticket to Ride. Better than Ticket to Ride, actually. This game is Ticket to Ride. For but, adults. But more complicated. It was often referred to as a next step from Ticket to Ride. It is simple. It is stocks. It has got airplane little miniatures, and you fly along these paths. But it, it, at its basis, though, it's a stock game. It is. Take stock. And it's really, really really good and it's also really simple and i like those two things mixed together thank thank for that that description <laughs> sorry I, I, what, can you describe what you like about airlines europe better than i i like it a lot it's good <laughs> oh, that's, that's type all over again i enjoy the speculation of i can go out and build this airline but at the same time as i'm putting effort into developing this airline somebody else could be buying stocks in it and how you get the stocks from your hand out to in front of you. Like you have to score them. Yes. That's very, very good. Yeah, very ingenious. You, and on your turn, I forget, you maybe you have one of like three actions. Yeah, yeah. And I always like that because it simplifies the game. But this, this stock scoring in this is the exact same scoring as Alhambra scoring. Which uh-huh. is the only reason I like Alhambra, a tile laying game, is it. If you have the majority, you score this many points. The second majority, you score this many points, etc. And there's a bunch of different stocks. And as you play this game, you run up the tracks, depending on how many planes you put out there, etc., etc., etc. Again, I don't think it's in. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't see that you can get anywhere. You can dig it up somewhere. But if you can, I check out Airlines Europe. I see it at the MFGSs all the time. <laughs> BFEGS. My number 17 is a game that has an absolute terrible theme. I have no interest in this theme. I'm not sure exactly what the theme was. Uh, I still don't quite understand what you do in this game. 
it's just cubes and stuff. And unfortunately, it is a very well-respected, highly ranked game that I purchased just out of sheer nostalgia, I guess, to think that maybe this game is a, as good as people tell me it is. Cube pushing? Not cube pushing. There is a bunch of cubes in Die Mocker or Democker. Oh. Which is a game of German politics. This game surprised me about how forward thinking you need to be in planning and also manipulating these tracks, getting the votes that you need, and being able to affect the population's opinion and what they want and how to maneuver your little group around to be the one that wins the election. It is an insane theme. It looks crazy when you look at it, but yet... Very impressed with the new design. I believe it was Spielworks, uh, the new edition. So this game is readily available. Highly respected. The rulebook is actually pretty decent. Pretty decent. The components are what they are. They're just very simple. But yet, an incredibly dry Euro with a very, very interesting... I don't want to say it's a mechanism, but it it forces you to think of both short-term and long-term decisions. So you're playing the short game while planning for the long game. And the fact that we played this game and Enrique completely sat out for almost half of it and then almost won it at the very last impressed me greatly of how this game works. So either way, Diemacher, an amazing Euro game for only the most serious of diehard Euro players. It took me two rounds to figure out what's going on in this game. Right. I don't really know what happened. It was so freaking confusing. And that's one of the things that's difficult. The entry level into this game is pretty high because it is unlike any game we have played. It's, it is. Uh, it's, it's so, it's a, a an interesting theme, unique but it's so weird and you're trying to get votes from people. And this one of those games, I don't know what I think about it because it is so bizarre and it took me forever to figure out how to play it. I would need to play it a few more times to really get a feel for it. Made in 86. So it's an old game. Yeah. I remember it. It's the one you said was the, is it the first on BGG? It's like one of the first ones ranked. It's a, it's a very well-respected game. Go ahead. You're your number 16. 17. 17. You're first. Oh, really? You, I just like hearing it. My second time, third time. I, I just that. like hearing it. I'm number one, baby. My number 17. Undaunted Dormity. Ah! You're daunted. I am no longer daunted. I am undaunted in playing Normans. this game. <laughs> I'm not afraid of Normans. Mark Norman. One of Schwarzkopf, my, maybe. Mark Norman's one of my favorite comedians now. Norman Reedus kills lots of zombies. I don't like really Norman Reedus. I, I don't, I don't People know. treat him like a saint from the boondocks. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know him from anything other than Walking Dead. No. I That's what he became famous for. Man. I, I've never it's weird one. that he was in Walking Dead, but he's also in the video game Death Standing. A video game? Yeah. Uh, I heard he was in a video game. He was. How do you get into a video game? Tron trying really hard (laughs) (laughs) stop it jerry you're being too charming who's the norm norm from cheers what's his last night not mcdonald no it's just norm just norm it's just norm he died he died pretty sure he's dead the actor or the character i think he both died died. i guess when one dies the other dies (laughs) the character (laughs) continues on well, they happens. can. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. <laughs> O'Brien's still he's alive. He's still fast and furious. <laughs> he's still eating dinner with the fam. 
Family. How many Normans are there? Norm McDonald. R.I.P. Norm Schwarzkopf. R.I.P. Norm from Cheers. R.I.P. Are they all dead? That's, Norm Reedus is going to put an arrow through all the other Norm's heads because they're zombies now. That tends to be the norm. So true. <laughs> we have punned this to death. Please move along. Undaunted. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even discussed Good the game. Lord. It's a card game. Bye. Oh, go ahead. I freaking love this game. Okay. I I know it's a whole thing. Dice. Dice in games. They can kill you. They can ruin a game. Uh, speaking of Can't Stop from the last one. Won't stop. Can't Stop. I have played on BGA to death. However, once you get the six, seven, and eight taken care of, like once though, once somebody has not stopped to the top, you can. I had three die rolls. You, you can literally stop because <laughs> the game's over. No, but but without but without somebody winning yet, I had three die rolls in a row where it just told me not possible. Yeah. So like I didn't even get to try because all my die rolls like. There was nothing to it do. Like, stopped. they were already taken. So... And this daunted you. This That daunted me. But in Undaunted... But in Undaunted, the die rolls, when you're firing at each other... Segway! Me and Deej played a game of Undaunted where he had that freaking sniper. And that sniper, he's shooting from a long way away. But man, if he gets it, you're gone. That's it. As one I, does. I love this game. And it takes like the whole like GMT combat commander and to me like dilutes it down to this very nice Normandy simple game. Diluted. Normandy <laughs> diluted. Why does this game so watered down? <laughs> Undaunted but diluted. Get to the beach. Normandy. Uh you should try war chess. Enrique is I've played War Chess at BGG. Invincible at it. It's like but not, the War Chess is nothing like what I'm talking about. I know there's no dice, but it You're, has the, the same designer. Oh, oh, oh. And oh. They, Trevor they, Benjamin. Yeah, and so they those little pogs. Yes. They utilize the same. Trevor Benjamin, David Thompson, uh publisher Osprey Games. Undaunted, and they even have North Africa and one with the solo now. I would love to play those, but I'm broke. Go I'm waiting for Undaunted uh North Texas. <laughs> What's that going to be? That's going to be a bunch of guys in a pickup truck. Get out of here. No, probably uh, what I call it. What's that? Bunch of, bunch of drunks fighting at the CVS. <laughs> 18-wheeler convoy. Convoy. Honk the horn. <laughs> Protesting. Honk the roll the dice to see if your horn causes anxiety. Ah, <laughs> uh, pass the stress test. <laughs> my blood pressure's high, don't it? <laughs> I can't get my certificate. Oh, um... My number 17, 17. Undaunted Normandy. My number 16 is a game that we had on our shelf of shame for a while. I have a lot of self-shame as well. And we were shamed for not playing it, and so finally we did play it, and I was shocked by how... You were shocked from the game from the shelf of shame? (laughs) How much AP it gave me. AP it gave you. In, yeah. That it's still. Oh, Mirage. No. Oh, no. Nah, no. Lorenzo L. Magnifico. Oh. Eel, not L. Eel? Eel. It's L. No, it's not L. It's I L. Eel. L is a, 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 a Spanish. It's right there on the shelf, literally beside you. Eel? Is Lorenzo, he sick? Lorenzo, no, it's not I double L. It's I L. Larry is sick. This is in a, a magnificent it's way. Italian. L is Italian. L is Spanish. I'm what? assuming, even though I am a Spanish myself. But we don't know where eels come from. 
That's true. That's true. You are the father. Moray. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lorenzo is a worker placement game with such strict placement of said workers to where everybody's move gets in your way. You have it, you, you have to pay for everything, and it, it's just incredibly difficult. And it's one of those games that every time I play it, I'm frustrated by how much I have to not only plan ahead, but at the same time have your plans frustrated by a simple move of another player. So you step on everybody's toes while at the same time trying to build your little engine and make that engine work. And you're, you never have enough. You're mm-hmm. always behind the eight ball. Lorenzo El Magnifico, to me, is... Is it Simone Lucchiani? Yes. Cranio. Yeah, Cranio. That, that team. Yeah. It's it's amazing. And it's it's of the same elk there with, with those games such as... as elk. Grand off. Yeah. Elk. <laughs> it's not a moose. It's of the same, the same elk. elk. It's the same elk. Elk's <laughs> and el- you need to work on your E's and I's. It's elk, isn't it? Do you say I'm gonna get me some milk or milk? I like eggs. I'm glad you do. I'm glad you don't say eggs. Eggs. Oh my god. Why is your problem? I like El Magnifico. <laughs> is Lorenzo? Lorenzo. Il Il Magnifico. The sick Lorenzo. A fantastic game. I hardly agree. Super, super, super dry euro. There's dice in it, but they're but they not, don't really perform as dice. They're they, just they uh, roll for strength. Yeah, roll for strength of your Italian family, which is roll apparently very me. ill, but yet magnificent, much like myself. Your number sixteen, Lorenzo Il Magnifico. You're, you're, my number sixteen has tumbled off my top ten. Your sweet sixteen, sweet sixteen. Hey, you, that's relevant in March. It is why basketball. College basketball, Sweet 16. The high school The kids? tournament. No. I literally just said college basketball. Oh, oh, oh. And you said high school well, kids? Well, you're 16 no, years no. old. They're letting them in college? Are these like the smart no, kids it's playing? it's the tournament Who's of basketball. Watch? My God, you don't know anything sports, do you? He's going to watch a bunch of smart kids, a <laughs> bunch of nerds play high school basketball. I'm in physics and they're out no. there. No. College basketball, their tournament to the championship you're for college about, basketball. You're talking is, about uh, March. It's uh, called March Madness. Yes. But the Sweet 16, when they narrow it down from 64 teams down to 16. They call it the Sweet 16, then the Elite oh, Eight, gotcha. then the Final Four. And then what's the two? I don't know. The Deuce? Championship? Big Deuce? Top of the Deuce? <laughs> the Big Deuce. The Guano. Uh, I just watched the WNBA because they need our support. I, no, that, I don't never know seen what the they're game doing. I've never on TV. It's hard to find. Brittany Griner, stuck in Russia. I know. Leave, For a long time. Leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany alone, Putin. Okay. Number six. Not only topical. <laughs> Look at us. I hope in a month, like when this gets released, we're not all dead. Nobody's going to realize nuclear, we're in a nuclear winter. Yeah. Nuclear winter. <laughs> <laughs> Number sixteen. <laughs> I don't know. Anachrony, there, I just said it. Ooh, that's Enrique's number one. Enrique's number one from 2000 and whatever 19. that was. What's anachrony about? I know what anachronism is. It's an old thing. I will tell you what BGG says. Use exosuits and time travel to ensure your vision for the future after the cataclysm. Uh, so, yeah. None of that is portrayed in the game, but yet it is. It is. It, I mean, it's... it's it, you send stuff back. It's abstract, but it's not. It's one of those things that's like, okay, I'm getting this from, from the, the future, future, 
But really, you just draw shit. It's out Amazon of the- Prime, <laughs> but you have to pay it back. And if you don't, then Amazon gives you an anomaly. The exosuits. Exo yes. or Ex- exo? Exo. Exosuits. Exo. As in exit. Oh, yeah. If you did not get the minis, you're missing out. Those minis are prime. And I painted them. You stick even... Okay, so in the original game without the minis, it's just a hexagon disc that shows a suit. And you don't want a slip disc. And you put your little worker on there. If you get the upgrade of the mini... You get a fat an, mini. It's an actual mini, and your little worker Slop. slides into the top of it, and it's like he's driving the X, the, the mech. Slips, it's a mech, basically. It's a mech. It is so good to its core it's a worker placement even though the mechs kind of obstruct the view of the game a little yeah bit. yeah but that's fine because those mechs are what you need to be looking at <laughs> you know what this says designer david's on bgg david turksey and two more well he's like nobody <laughs> oh, oh, oh i feel bad for those guys <laughs> that's, that's, if i ever design a game that's what I'm, I'm gonna purposely accredit somebody else with it and then it's like what do you want on the box my name and two more <laughs> two more you know what I'm gonna do? no no i got a better one i'm gonna change my name if i ever design a game and my name is gonna be like a rapper name two more and so that way every two time more, people more. are like on bgg clicking on that like what what two, two more, more morrison yes boba fett yep yeah, there you go. Two more. David Turksey and two more, which if you click on it, Richard Arman and Victor Peter. Victor. So for somehow David Turksey trumps them. Because he keeps making good games. <laughs> good job, David. Publisher Mind Clash, they just came out with this one that... That Skyfall looking thing with the... Uh, sh- that they did Severance like, or something? Something. I don't remember. Perseverance? Something like that. I don't know. Grogan just did a video on it, and it was it's like their next big thing. They have also done did they they did the magic game? No, they did the 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 one with the multiple players, like not my uh the what you call it with the weird creatures and stuff. I can't remember. Okay, anyway, anyway, nobody number cares. number numbers my number sixteen anachrony. Gre- I, I love this game. Great DJ has yet to pl- uh, play it, and I'm going to break it back out. Play it again. When we play it, he it summons him. Because every time we play this game started, he shows up. <laughs> oh, I wanted to play that I game. I can't believe I missed it. Anyways, that's our uh, 16, 20 through 16. 20 through 16. 2016. So we're... Pretty, that's when it all started. We're 10 games down, 15 to go. Well, what started? 15 more? One, two, three, four. We do. <laughs> we're good. Yes, we made it to 16. Nice. Guess what that leaves? Fifteen more. You had, to, you had to count that out. Well, no. God, well, you remember last time we did this list, you screwed up. You've you've never done this list right. You've screwed it up. What, or left, what did I do you've wrong? Left, you've, you don't remember this, but you left out a reversed and been like, oh, I can't remember. This is oh, actually yeah. Well, so it's like okay. I yeah. So it's like I've, I'm keeping track. I'm marking it off as I go because I have this intense fear that I'm going to be like, and my number fifteen is actually my number. <laughs> you know. So so you're talking about something that happened three years ago. Let it go. Is an anachronism. I'm as, bringing as, it back. As Adina Denzel said, who? Let it go. Oh, that's that's a deal design. A deal design. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, John. Is that going to do it? Are we done? I'm done. I've been done. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. This is Stay Jerry. tuned for next week when oh, we do boy. number 15. More of this list. To 11. Oh. This is your idea. You, How are you going to trash this? It's your idea. Aren't y'all excited <laughs> for more of this arbitrary list? Tune I'm in Gabby. next week. That's Jerry. I wonder what his 15 will be. Exactly.
If you guess my number 15, Jerry will send you $15. Ooh. <laughs> it cost me $8 to ship it. <laughs> I ain't PayPaling you. I ain't paying them prices. Nah, I'm not your friend. Bye-bye. And I'm not paying for services either. Bye-bye. Oh, bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.